What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of the Love Fix Experience, recorded live at our beautiful location in Vancouver, BC. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Regiment. Enjoy. Come on. Amen. Hey, Love Quest, when people come to your church, it's a miracle. Don't nobody supposed to go to your church, especially passing up hundreds of churches to come to your church. That's answer prayers. The Lord sees you. And clearly he has something in this house for lives in this city. Excuse us while we're working out some technical difficulties. There is a new church, by the, by the way, called The Way. Um, they're a phenomenal ministry. Um, they just started today, this morning, um, having service here at 9 a.m. on Sundays. If you are here and you live in this community looking for a morning service, you don't like the evening and you live in this community, man, come here at 9 a.m. and check out The Way Church um, and see what God has for you. But they're right here in this building at 9 a.m. And so we're sharing certain things. That's what the church should do, right? We help each other. And so, but we need to figure out when we come in how we can get back on our stuff. You get what I'm saying? All right, five of y'all do, that's okay. The rest of y'all don't care. That's okay. I'm trying to do you a favor so you're not sitting here tripping like what's going on. I'm trying to tell you. Watch somebody going to be like, wow, what's all that noise? Why that happened? Look at them and be like, don't worry about it. You should have been listening earlier. <laughs> Amen. Let's pray. Father, you are so good. You are so good. You are a good father. You're magnificent, God. You're powerful. You're mighty. And Lord, I know you have not gathered us here just to hang out and just for community's sake. But while we're here getting community, Father, I pray we leave with kingdom. May your kingdom come, your will be done in love quest as it is in heaven. So I thank you that we have ears to hear and eyes to see. Say, I am good soil. And so I thank you for your miracle work and power moving in this place tonight. We thank you for it now. That every bag, every weight, every bit of confusion and anxiety that people walked in this place with, I declare they can't leave with it. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom. Say, I got my freedom right now. Right now. Look at your neighbor and say, are you free or you need me to cast some demons out of you right now? Why not just say it? Look at your neighbor again and say, I knew something was wrong with you when I first saw you, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Come out of you in Jesus' name. <laughs> Come out of you in Jesus' name. 
Amen. So, man, I was going to go to the north, south, east, and the west, figuring out what we was going to talk about after a powerful anointing service last week. Woo! Say, I'm anointed. Yeah. And, and, but I was like, no. Because even after one week, people still forget about Jesus. So we got to stick with the topic just give me Jesus. Yes. Because you would have loved to come in here and just be like, tell me about the anointing. I want to know about the anointing. But you need to know the anointed one first. Amen. So say, just give me Jesus. That was super whack. I'm going to be honest with you. Unlike your, your friend sitting next to you, I'm going to be honest with you. That was harsh. Amen. Say, just give me Jesus. That's right. Look at your neighbor say, I thought the demons was gone, but apparently not. No, I'll just play it. I'll just play Hey, somebody getting free tonight. Amen. Amen. So you know how the drill go. I say, Jesus, you say, what's up there, right? You ready? You ready up there? You ready? All right. Keep your head up. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Come on, don't give up. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 just give me Jesus. Hey, anytime you hear somebody clapping, you could join them. You could join them. Some of y'all was not sure about should you clap. You came in a little late. That's okay. Clap. Especially when we say Jesus' name. Say Jesus. Come on. Jesus changed my life. One thing is important to understand is when crossing a Red Sea, when approaching a fiery furnace, when entering a lion's den, or when facing your Goliath, you must know who and whose you are. I don't know how you looking at a pandemic, but it is a Red Sea, it is a lion's den, it is a fiery furnace, and it is a Goliath in your life. And if you're going to get through a pandemic the way David got through Goliath, the way Daniel came out of the lion's den, the way Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came through that fiery furnace, and the way the children of Israel came through the Red Sea, you better know who and whose you are. You better know who you are. Say, I am a child of God. Say, I am royalty. My God fights for me. You better know it. Just because you're going back to work don't mean the pandemic is over. Oh, they about to ramp it up. And I refuse to magnify a rally and not my Lord. I refuse to magnify a vaccine over my healer. 
my protector, my Psalm 91 God, my way maker, what? My miracle worker, my what? Promise keeper. And we all know that is who he is. So as much as we're going to talk about Jesus, it's because the devil keep talking about his agenda and he got a lot of Christians paying attention. We arguing against with each other. We divided. We political. Now you a politician. Now some of you that dropped out of college all of a sudden, you not only a politician, you are a physician. Now you know all about vaccines. You know all about vitamin D. Look at your neighbor and say, is there a physician demon inside of you right now? I'm just saying, you over here diagnosing stuff, and you focused on the wrong stuff, man. This stuff is supposed to happen. And this, this stuff is supposed to happen not because the devil is going to win. It's because where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. It's showtime. It's glory time. He said it will be gross darkness covering the earth, but my glory is what? Upon you. Say he's upon me. It's time to shine. You ever, you ever turn on your light in the light? How many people ever use a flashlight outside in the sun? You? Okay. Everybody stretch your hand towards... This brother right here in Jesus' name come out of you. Spirit of confusion come out of you. Amen. Why don't you use your flashlight when the sun is out? Right, but as soon as you come in the house, tonight everybody that's going to go home, you're going to walk in, it's going to be nighttime, and what's the first thing you're going to do? When you get in your car, what's the first thing you're going to do? Hold up, I forgot I'm in Canada. They make you do it. You got it. I remember I brought my car. I imported my car from California. And I wanted to go get registered. I'm like, I'm good. First, you got to go get it inspected. Okay, fair. But he's like, no, you got to go buy daytime lights. I'm like, I am well capable of in the daytime to turn my lights on. I don't need to spend no extra money on just so they can turn on for me. But I get it. Because sometimes you be driving and the sun go down and you forget, especially in a city and in a place where it get dark at 4 p.m. What is that about? But you're going to go out of here and you're going to turn on the lights. Why? Well, you don't know. Just they make it, y'all. Huh? Because it's what? dark outside. I got a couple people. Even the babies will worship the Lord. See, So you can what? See, uh, Hold on. So you can what? So you can see. So when you go home tonight, not only are you going to get out of a car that led you home with lights on, you're going to go in the house and do what? First thing you're going to do is what? Turn the lights on. Teddy Pendergrass said, turn them off. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm in Canada. Y'all ain't never heard of Teddy Pendergrass. Amen. Amen. He said, turn off the lights. He said, turn off the lights, but he still needed light. Light a candle. You see, the brother didn't just want the lights off. He still needed what? Light. When there's a blackout, what do you go find? Flashlight candle. 
right? The Bible says that you are the light of the world. So why are you crying for darkness to go away? Instead of praying for dark to go away, guess what you should be doing? Let it shine, let it shine. It's shine time. Like my man Miles Minnick say, it's glow time. You, you, that's a silly prayer, praying away darkness. You know how silly that is? That's like asking the Lord, don't let it get dark. Don't let night come. Don't let the winter come. But as long as the earth remains, what? Right? Y'all need to go to church and read your Bible. Some of y'all like, you tell me. Seed time and harvest. Cold, hot, winter, summer, light, dark. But you asking him to pray away, you praying away the dark, that don't work. The day it don't get dark is the day Jesus should be here. The only way and only time that darkness is going to go is when Jesus finally returns. Guess what you should be doing? You, you praying away the darkness and he like, I, I just can't do that right now. I just made you light. Stop being concerned with the dark and just shine. All right, let me keep going. I'm brag on my God. My God is the God of the impossible. What's impossible with man is what? Possible with God. I'm just here to boast in my God. Because everybody boasting on, on what the enemy is doing right now. So can I just be, scream a little louder? Can I sing a little louder about my God? So when you go out this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and you on your phone and you on your Instagram just scrolling... Looking at nuts, sharing bad news. Hopefully you can hear a little bit about Jesus because the world is real loud. The world is real loud. So I'm going to be what? Real loud. Church is the place that should be the loudest. Uh, somehow we thought we get saved and God is quiet. We, There's a time and place for all of that. But I hear a sound rising up. I, I, hear, I hear warriors rising up, soldiers rising up. See, if we, the world is not going to want to join a timid army. My God is the God of the impossible. My God is the God of of miracles. Can I just brag on my God? There's miracles in this space. My God is the God of the bounce back. Come on, come on. Anybody ever need a bounce back? Has God helped you bounce back from anything in your life? I once was blind, but now I see. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I serve the God of the bounce back. Somebody say, bounce back. My God is the God of never failing love. Newsflash. Never failing love. Your boo thing you're looking for, going to fail you. Your career, I say it all the time. I say it all the time because we forget on Monday. We let too many people disappoint us. 
And that's not because they're disappointing. It's because you have unrealistic expectations of people. They're not your Lord and Savior. They're not created to fix your issues. Only one can do that. The love of God has handcuffed the hands of hell. See, some of, you, some, some of us, sometimes we come to church and we want to be taught about, you know, the river and how far it was, the Euphrates from the, from, the, from the Calvaries and the blood sprinkled down on the drop of the hill of Golfa. And you want to leave puffed up and with knowledge, but, but knowledge ain't never equated to relationship. I'm telling you who he is. I'm telling you who he is. That's what you need to know. You need to, you need to know who you are, whose you are. You need to know that God loves you. You need to know that he's bigger than anything you're going through. You need to know that. Hey, there's times to, there's times to teach, but sometimes sometime you just got to what? Pam, sometimes they need a good preach. See, when you teach, you explain. And when you preach, you proclaim. So I'm doing a little treach today. I'm doing a cross between both. I'm teaching you, but I'm also got to preach this thing because Jesus was anointed to preach the gospel. And when he came preaching after all them teachers, they said, who is this man? Because the world tell you what's happening. Oh, you staying home, it's shut down. You can't go nowhere. And you're like, okay. And you get mad, make your little picket sign, and you go outside and you be like. And nothing wrong with that. But then when you're on Sunday and they like, lift your hands to the Lord. Now all of a sudden your picket sign hands is gone. You'll sit out there in the sun just sitting here, no more whatever y'all be saying. <laughs> then we come in here and talking about speaking some life to a God that's fighting for you, to a kingdom that is winning and is victorious, to a God that is a healer. He is a protector. Oh, if he can open blind eyes, if he can heal lepers, he can, he can heal you from any kind of flu, whatever it is, God can heal you. <laughs> so ain't nothing wrong with going to your rally. But if you ain't got no rally for Jesus, if you don't know how to worship, but you know, you rally more than you worship. Say, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. We did rallies. During the whole pandemic, we did rallies. We was at Jack Pool Plaza a lot. We did a prayer rally. We just did a rally where we just exhorted the Lord and prayed for our city. I got a freedom of speech, and I got a freedom of proclaiming, and I'm going to make sure you understand. The Bible says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Man, I just said the love of God has handcuffed the hands of hell. Yeah. 
What's that song? Free to clap my hands, free to... Man, y'all looking at me crazy. That's okay. Moving right along. Amen. Just say, I'm free. Lord, I'm free. You know what I'm saying? The love of God has locked, he's not only, hold on, he has not only handcuffed the hands of hell, but he's also locked the jaws of a devouring, warring lion. Say lock jaw. Yeah, the enemy can, ah, but he can't, he can't, he can't do it. Daniel sat in that, in the, he, he sat in that lion's den in peace, trusting God. Just think, just think, just think for a minute that, just think for a minute that those lions were viruses. I'm preaching right now, Elder John. I am right now. I'm preaching. Listen, think, think of those lions as viruses. What happened to those lions in the presence of, the, of an anointed one whose faith was in the Lord? Couldn't touch him. MC Hammer can't touch this. He just can't touch can't touch this. Can't touch this. No, stay safe. No, stay. Worship, worship, worship. Let's go back to there. Go back to there. There we go. Hallelujah. <laughs> Romans 8. Romans 8. So now I live with confidence. This is all this is, is I'm just confident that my God is bigger. I'm confident that there is nothing in this universe with the power to separate us from God's love. This isn't just saying that nothing in this earth can stop God from loving us. This is saying that nothing in this earth can stop God's love from manifesting in our lives. The way God's love manifests in my life is one can fall, uh, uh, no sickness can touch me. A thousand can fall by my side. Ten thousand, am I right? But nothing can come near me. It won't take me out. That divorce, that broken relationship won't ruin my life. That failed test. We're magnifying the wrong stuff. See, when you magnify Jesus, you leave it up to him. Do you believe he fights your battles or not? I love it. He's not only confident, but he's convinced that his love will triumph over death. Triumph ain't no small word. Triumph is, 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 is like more than a conqueror. It's like unanimous, it's by far, can't touch this. It's like I'm the baddest thing around. Triumph, convincingly victorious. I'm not just going to barely win. Listen, ain't no buzzer beater. This ain't no three-two series. It's a a sweep. Ain't no overtime. I know some of y'all like, what's a 
was it sweet? Was it overtime? I worked overtime last week. What you talking about, Pastor? That's okay. All right. That his love will triumph over death. Life's troubles. His love triumphs over life's troubles. How many people maybe have had like maybe one life trouble? Just one. Right. Some of y'all in here lying because you ain't raised your hand. Some of y'all in trouble right now. Some of you, your finances is good, but your mind is toe up. So you don't have no monetary problems, but you got some soul issues, <laughs> which is worse. I'd much rather just be living off Vienna sausages <laughs> and, and cheese whiz, spray cheese, spray cheese, ramen noodles, ramen noodles mattress on the floor. Cloth diapers. I rather, I rather, but, 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 then, then to be living on my last scruple. Then, then to live in torment. Then to live doing things in my life that somehow I don't, I can't break away from, but I, it's troubling my soul. See, some people, especially in this city, priorities is monetary. It's how I look to you before it's how I look to him. So I already know whatever God's about to bring, I know God got some big stuff planned for me. I'm talking about monetary stuff. But by the time I get it, whew, it ain't going to phase me. My identity ain't going to be in it. I'm not going to be toe up if it leaves. Because you do know money got wings. Not just Red Bull, but money got wings too. Y'all know what Red Bull is? You know what I'm saying? All right. Y'all got to stop. I've embraced you guys, Canada. Stop making me feel like an immigrant, okay? <laughs> Y'all tripping. At least laugh or be like, hey, man, just even if you don't understand it. it like that. <laughs> Fallen angels or dark rulers in the heavens. There is nothing. Say nothing. nothing. Come on, one more time. Say nothing. Nothing in our present or our what? Future circumstances that can weaken his love. There's nothing. There's nothing that can weaken his love. Nothing that can weaken his grip. Nothing that can get him tired of you. Nothing that can make him change his mind about you. Nothing. No, say nothing. Woo! There is no power above us or beneath us. There's no new God. There's no statue. There's no amount of money. There's no politician. There's no president. There's no prime minister. There's no mayor. There's no teacher. There's no uh, uh, famous, but there's no one. No power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passion and I heard you say earlier, Danny, he's protective. You surround me with a melody. All right, so um, we're going to go there. We gonna, I feel it. I feel it. We're going to have a time of work. We're going to have a time of... Oh. <laughs> we'll have a time. We're going to have a time, but we're going to do it in faith, not just feeling. Because some of y'all leave one religion and come over here and still be postured the same way. You know, in that other religion, whatever it is, that new age, whatever it is, I'm a, can, can, I, can I be truthful? 
you used to just, uh, so then you come with Jesus and, uh, no, uh -uh, sometimes you got to clap, sometimes you got to dance, you're free, you're free. I know some folks getting offended right now, but that's okay. You free. That's too much work. I'm about to lose my mind. I can't. Uh, sometimes I just got to scream. I love going to Scandinavian Spa, but the one part I hate about it is folks too deep around there. Man, I'm in the hot tub talking to my wife, and you over here, Shh, how you got the shush police? I want to take pictures of this nice scenery. You can't even take a phone out there. I get it. Thank God they helping me embrace my peace. Because you can't go to no spa just taking pictures everywhere. Hey, y'all, I'm out here at the spa. No, you're supposed to go and get away and get quiet. So I get it. But for some people, that's a religion. We're going to go off into the mountains and worship the mountains, not the mountain maker, the mountains. We're going to worship the trees, not the tree maker, but the what? The trees. We're going to worship the water. Oh, my God, look at the waters. But not the one that create the waters. You, 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 you over here got a crystal. You got a crystal. You got a rock. It's blue, and this brings power into my home. No, it don't. It's a rock. It only gives you the power you give it. It's a rock, not the rock. Get that little rock to a crackhead, watch what they do with it. They'll smoke that little ember, that little blue little crystal. They're going to smoke that. To a crackhead, that rock is only a what? Rock. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to free you up. That's too much work. I know you shouldn't go to church and feel comfortable. If you're getting offended right now, that's good. You know, and the fact that you're getting offended because I'm talking about your rock lets you know something. Some folks mad because I'm talking about their rock. I'm like, really? How you going to get mad over a rock? You got more issues than that. You know what I'm saying? You should see some people. Y'all can't see people's faces. That's okay. <laughs> Jeremiah says, be not afraid of their faces. Not belittling your rock. I'm just magnifying mine. That's it. <laughs> Woo! Say, thank you, Pastor, for being honest. No, because see, you come to some church, they'll make you think, they'll leave you comfortable thinking you could do both. Amen. Jesus turned over tables. He, he get all this stuff up. I get out the, get these idols out of here. Can't nobody heal you. Can't nobody touch you. Can't nobody bring you. Yeah, you can do certain things, but you got to do it in the name of Jesus. Make sure what you meditate on actually can bring you life. It's not putting pressure on you. All right, stay focused, stay focused. You say, 
which is lavish. This love is lavished upon. How many people like lavish? I, no, see, don't be false. No, I'm fine. No, I like lavish. I like good food. I like bougie. I finally can admit freely, I'm bougie. How you going to be royalty, but not bougie? Next time somebody call you bougie, say amen. Amen. I'm in agreement with you. Which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. And so I'm here to tell you, tap into the endless supply of a father's love that never gets tired of loving. It's lavish. Lavish is not he just sprinkling it on you. It's like coming to America lavish. You just walk in and roses and folks dancing around you. You know what I'm saying? It's lavish. It's royalty. It's abundant. His love is, is abundant. It's never ending. It's, 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 all, it's eternal supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> all you have to do is pull up and anchor down. Say pull up. Pull up. Come on, come on, come on. Say pull up. I want you to say it. I know some of you have never rapped in your life, but say it like you're about to start a rap. Say, pull up. <laughs> and anchor down. So you gotta, you, you, you gotta get, you gotta pull your cup, you gotta bring your cup to the faucet. You can't just come to church. You gotta pull up and anchor down. You gotta come open hearted. Pull up and anchor down. Another word for anchor down is get rooted. What do I mean? In Psalm 1 it says, what delight comes to the one who follows God's ways. He won't or she won't walk in step with the wicked, won't walk in step with the wicked, won't walk in step. I used to walk in step with the wicked. God knows I did nor share the sinner's way, nor share the sinner's way. We're talking about delight. We're not talking about being a Christian. We're talking about a Christian that walks in the delight of God, that walks in the glory of God. So you say, cool, you got that out the way. But we're talking about the delight. The delight doesn't come because you're a Christian. The delight comes because you turn away from your old ways. He said, nor be found sitting in the scorner's seat. Verse 2 says, his or her passion is to remain true to the word of I am. Say, I am. I am. This, is, this is my passion right now. I, I got to turn the news off. I got to stop asking you what's going on. I'm informed. But I don't need to meditate on the new order. I don't need to keep reciting what's going on. I don't need to keep verbal, verbalizing whose side I'm on. Guess whose side I'm on? God's side. He says, this person that makes its passion to remain in what God said. Some people save. 
super passionate about what the world's saying. But delight comes upon the one who remains in and stands on what the great I am is saying about the times. Because there's two news reports. Darkness has one. Light has one. One brings life. One leaves death. And the Lord says, I'm placing both before you. You choose. What table you going to pull up on today? What restaurant you pulling into today? What you going to eat today? What you going to feed your soul today? Well, the one that feeds off of what God says. Jesus says, I'm cool off the sandwiches. He's like, well, what, man? was he eating with the little... Even with the Samaritan one, what was Jesus? How Jesus eat before us? How he for? He said, "Nah, I'm eating food that you don't even know about. You wondering why I'm so excited? Why I'm so full? Why I'm so joyful? And you worked all week and you made so much money this week, but you empty right now. I'm pulling up on Sunday, full. Going into Monday, full, because I'm eating something that you may not be eating on. I think we got two different diets." And I'm feeding on what the great I am said. I'm not denying the facts. I'm just magnifying the truth. He says, meditating day and night on the true revelation of light. I highlight it and light because there's a lot of religions across the board that use this light. You get people coming in the light. I found the light. There's the light in me, but we're talking about two different things. you got to be specific. Just like I don't want to just be like we're worshiping God. No, we're not just worshiping God. We're worshiping Yahshua. We're worshiping Yahweh. We're worshiping Jehovah. We're worshiping the Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Be specific. We are a specific people. That have a specific message. It's the revelation of light. This person will be standing firm. Say firm. Pull up, anchor down. Pull up, anchor down. This person will be standing firm. So no matter what storm comes, no matter what the government say or do, no matter what your friends do or say, no matter what your, if you, if you, if, if how much money you bringing in this year shifts, you'll be found what? Standing what? Firm. I, I will not be moved, but I'm not just standing firm. I'm standing firm like something, like a flourishing tree planted by God's design. The flourishing you see, Troy, it's planted by God's design. And that's the goal, to get to God's design for your flourishing. I'm, you might be flourishing, but are you flourishing by God's design? Deeply rooted or anchored down by the brooks of bliss. This is my favorite part. This is, now now let, me, let me connect the two. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. No season. You know, we, we, we talk this Christian stuff, you know. I'm just going through a season. But I'm about to go into the breakthrough season. Wait a minute. Well, the Word says that every season is a bursting season. 
Every season is a fruitful season. Every season is a flourishing season. See, you think breakthrough and bursting is monetary explosion. But maybe in one season, you've been exploding in peace. Now, in one season, you, your heart's been healed. One season, you learn how to forgive again. <laughs> but I'm bearing fruit. Man, man, would you like fruit if all there was was bananas? If all there was was bananas and grapes? I don't care if it was eight different fruits. If all you had was eight different fruits all your life, you'd be tired of them eight different fruits. I don't care how many times you rotate them, roast them, marinate them. I don't care what you do to them fruits. You're going to get tired. But, man, as I get older, I am discovering new fruits. What's that fruit that they, they you know, uh, when you're eating plant-based, they make you uh, the jackfruit? I've only tasted jackfruit with gravy on it. It, it was a, uh, what was, what's the, a tandoori chicken. Not really chicken. It's jackfruit. Bomb. Yellow kiwi? Oh, y'all corrected me now. Golden, he likes golden. Your son likes golden kiwi. Amen. There's all kind of fruits that I'm discovering as I get older. Where I'm from, we, we, I didn't even realize it was that many apples. It was either Granny Smith or them little nasty, they nasty now, but they was good. Red, just red, plain apples. The kind that you get on Christmas at the Black Baptist Church with the walnuts in it. You get the treat bag with the walnuts and the apple. Like the pastor, no, no, no little kid don't want no apple. But we was looking forward to it. Fruit is not just what you want. God got fruit in the basket that you need. And I'm learning, if we're going to live this fast in life, this... It's just some fruit that you just, see, and I don't, I don't understand this because I'm just going a tangent over here on the left. <laughs> I go in the store. I'll be like, babe, let's get some oranges. She like, it ain't orange season. Pam, I'm like, wait a minute. Tell me them ain't oranges right there. <laughs> How you going to say it ain't orange season? But it's, what's that, Troy? Orange. In my household, we didn't think about seasons. If it was an orange in the produce section, guess what we get? If we needed oranges, guess what we get? We got oranges. It didn't matter the season. Produce was happening from somewhere. But on the flip side, what I have learned... It's just because it's available don't mean it's beneficial. So you might want some oranges in this season, but guess what? It ain't orange season. 
You ever buy them fruits and then you take it home and you cut it open? You excited about it? You be a little juicy little something. And then it's nasty. That was some lady in the balcony, amen. That was some lady, a crazy lady in the balcony. Bearing fruit in every season of life. Say every season, I'm bearing fruit. What he's telling you is there is no season in your life that can hold back his love from manifesting in your life. See, the Lord, can I help somebody? The Lord is not just into a secret love. He just want to love you in your devotional time in your closet. The Lord wants to show out in your life. He wants to show the world how much he loves you. He is never dry, that person who delights in the Lord. Never what? Fainting. Ever what? Blessed. And ever what? Prosperous. This is very important. This person that delights... In the great I am is standing firm, he's flourishing, never dry. Meaning just because it's sad season don't mean joy ain't available for me. So it can get dark at four and get light at nine. It may be a little bit of a fight, but even in sad season, if I stay fixed on what I am said about me. Canada, uh, uh, Vancouver, can I help you? You don't got to wait till the summer to be happy. See, I believe you'll come to church in the summer if you look, if, if in the season you did what the, what the Lord said about you. See, you don't know how to act. Some of y'all don't know how to act when the sun come out. And don't let it be the last week of the summer. You plan for sad. What? I know it's a real thing. I felt it. I didn't accept it, but I felt it. I didn't magnify it, but I felt it. Dreams get different. Sleep is different. Yeah, it's a mental warfare for sure. Even more so. Going into the sad season, we got to talk about Jesus. Hey, can I help you out? Weed ain't going to help you in the sad season. Legalizing marijuana for sure didn't make it better for you. They offended right now. Amen. So we got rocks and weed. We done messed up up in here. We done messed up, Elder John. <laughs> but never fainting. No matter, no matter how hard it gets. No matter how tough it gets, no matter how tumultuous it gets, guess what? You will not faint. Who said you got to faint? Who said you got to close your blinds? Who said you got to grieve like the world? Grieve, but not like the world. Never, never fainting, ever blessed. I love, he just took off the fall and just said ever. Ever blessed. And ever what? Prosperous, CC. That's like Forever. Forever, ever. But that light he was talking to, the revelation of light was 
That light is Jesus, just in case anybody didn't know. That's not you. That's not your favorite hike. That's not your favorite retreat spot. That's not the oceans crashing. That light is Jesus. That light is Jesus, and sin blocked your light. Then Jesus came and overpowered the darkness of sin in humanity. You ready for this? Our light without the light leads to being self-centered, worshiping idols and ideologies, emptiness, and ultimately death. Proverbs 14 says, there is a way which seems right to us, and it appears straight before us. But in the end, it's the way of death. It's the way of death. There's many things that seem right. There's many things that are permissible. Hey, you ready? The Lord gave you permission. If you want to sin, go ahead. You want to dabble with the world stuff? You want to dabble? He said, go ahead. You have my permission. But I'm going to recommend life. I'm going to give you this other option that you do not have to experience the fruit of your sin and your sin nature. For what? I already defeated the grave. I've already defeated sin. I've already de defeated the stay old death. Where is your sting? You want the Lord to snatch you out of. You want him to take anxiety away. But you keep doing things that keep you in the cycle of your anxiety. You keep talking to people who are anxious. You keep making decisions that's going to leave you paranoid. Whoever I'm talking to. All I'm telling you is somebody died for you not to live that way. <laughs> What's that song that says, your name is light and the shadows, that shadows can't deny. That the shadows can't deny. Lift your hands. Your name could not be overcome. Sing out. Your name is life forever lifted high. Your name cannot be overcome. Your name is light. Your name is light that the shadows can't deny. Your name cannot be overcome your name is alive forever lifted high your name cannot be overcome Jesus 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 you make the darkness tremble Jesus Jesus 
texting somebody and, 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 and posting your problems. Y'all pray for me. All on IG, y'all pray for me. I'm going through it. No, you, be, you better learn how when something, when the enemy comes in like a flood, you what? Raise the standard. What's the standard? Jesus, Jesus. And you stay in that place for a minute, and then you'll find those burdens being lifted. See, it, 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 you got to stop trying to get rid of the problems and ask the Lord to help you change your perspective. See, if you had a different perspective, you can handle what you're going through. You don't need a change of scenery. You just need a new perspective. It ain't as bad as you think. Hey, the Lord told Isaac, there, you're in a land, there's famine. I 
want you to sow where there's famine. Sow where there's no production. And in the same year, you will reap a hundred times what you sowed where there was famine. Maybe the Lord is asking you to give the greatest sacrifice in the most darkest time of your generation. <laughs> the greatest sacrifice. I can see some of you, the Lord's been asking you to sacrifice some things, and it's almost like when Samuel went to Jesse's house, and he went down the line to all the brothers, and the Lord said, nope, not that one. Nope, not that one. Nope, not that one. Nope, not that one. Hey, dig a little deeper. You got another son somewhere? Yeah, he's way back there. I'm talking to somebody. You, you've given God a few things and like, God, I gave you this. God, I go to church more now. Lord said, nope, not that one. I, I, where, where's that other sacrifice that you really don't want to give up? Yeah. I don't know who this is for, but the Lord said, nope, not that one. See, it's big to you, but it's very tiny to God based on what he has coming on the other side of your sacrifice. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. No, I'm telling you that. I'm not just saying a scripture. I'm telling you for our time, the spirit of Elijah is rising up. The, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The king is about to show himself strong and mighty. The husband's bride is approaching the altar. We're in that time where he's beautifying his church. He's getting his church together, and there's about to be a wedding. And the king and his bride is about to grasp hands in a way that this earth has never seen before. The father's children are turning around and heading home. Luke 15, humiliated, the son finally realized. Who's in here today? You finally realizing. I didn't say who's in here today that's ready to make the greatest change in their life. I just said you finally realized. You finally come into yourself and say, I can't live like this. I can't do this. I can't do this myself. I can't do this with my own strength. But that next step is hard to make. That's okay. The first step is finally realized. What he was doing, and he thought, there are many workers at my father's house. Anybody don't know this is a prodigal son? He asked his daddy, he said, I want my inheritance now. I can't wait for you to die. I need my stuff now. <laughs> who have all the food, now he's spent his money, he's slept around, he's done his thing, and he's finally come to himself. But in man's eyes, it's too late because he's hit rock bottom. He's lost everything. But now he says, I realize something, that there's peoples at my father's house that he is taken care of and have plenty to spare. They lack nothing. Endless supply. Every season is fruitful. Why am I here? See, this is what you got to understand. You got all the monetary things. God's children who's staying rooted at home, they got peace and monetary and joy. 
and comfort, endless. Feeding these pigs, why am I here dying of hunger, feeding these pigs and eating their slop? In other words, why am I out here hanging out with the world when my father wants to take care? No, no, we're, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. Why am, I, why am I hanging out over here? When at my father's house, there's things that money can't buy. And I'm hanging out with his lost children. And I'm one of his found children acting lost. Oh, we getting deep right now. Hey, hey, let me tell you, I don't know who I'm talking to. You're not lost. You was, you was found already. You're just wandering. You, you were just in the wilderness. You just wanted, you're just going the long route to come back. Let me tell you something. You can hang out all you want to. Let me tell you, you coming back. Like, you, you come, I'm telling you right now, you coming back. You can come back snotty nose. You can come, you coming back. You can come back five years from now, but guess what? You coming back. You gonna come limping or you gonna come running. You gonna, you, but guess what? You coming back. So if you wanna come with one, one side of your hair uh, snitched up, stenched up, burnt off, you wanna come missing teeth, I'm talking about in the spirit realm. But here's the crazy part, you coming back. It's too late. Your mama prayed for you. Your dad, and guess what? You, you, you didn't hurt the seed. Grandmama prayed for you. Your friends prayed for you. It's too late. you just going to decide how you come back. Some folks rather come back just toe up, raggedy, just like, just dragging their feet like thriller. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah. You want to come back scary. You want to come back when you lose everything, but you don't have to. You don't have to lose nothing if you're willing to give up something. When you give it up, it ain't a loss. It's a soul. Sow that relationship. Sow that opportunity. Whatever God's asking you to do, sow it while it's in seed form. It's in seed form when God says, hey, I did bless you with this, but in this season, I need you to sow it. Abraham, I did bless you with your son, but in this season, I need you to so it. For God so loved the world that he sold his only begotten son. Not S-O-L-D-S-O-W. He sold Jesus Christ. And look at the return. <laughs> oh, God's plans is way bigger than ours. They lack nothing. I want to go back. This is him. He says, I want to go back home to my father's house. And I'll say to him, you see this, Pastor Dylan, he's planning what he's going to say. You see this? So he's, he's at the bottom. He's come to himself, and he's like, man, how am I going to return? So he's plotting. He's planning in his head, Father, I was wrong. Okay. He's going to be mad at me. He's going to reject me. Everybody is going to look at me like I'm crazy. Okay, Father, I was wrong. I've sinned against you. I'll, I'll never... Be worthy again to be called your son. Please, you know, you don't, don't act like I'm weird right now. You know how before you about to go to a club, you, you, in, the, you in the mirror, you like, hey, you know what I'm saying? You ain't even at the club yet. You just, you just practicing how you going to walk in the club. You just like, hey, you feel me? <laughs> Father, I was wrong. I, am, I have sinned against you. I'll never again be worthy to be called your son. Please 
Father, just treat me like one of your employees. And you're going to be gone so long that you're going to be willing to settle for slave or servant other than son. You allowing your actions to talk you out of sonship. And you're going to walk back in your father's house with a slave mentality. But this is him in his head. So the young son set off for home. I told you, y'all, coming back home. You're coming back home. From a long distance away, his father saw his coming. Dressed as a beggar. <laughs> he left as a son. He returned as a beggar. And great compassion swelled up in his father's heart for his son who was returning home. The father raced out to meet him. So let me help you out. You don't got to do all the running. He about to meet you. You just got to be willing to head towards the house. Just get your feet headed towards the house. <laughs> he said, the father raced out to meet him, swept him up in his arms. But wait a minute, don't forget, he just left a pig pen. Can I, can I help you out? The Lord don't care about how you smell. He don't care how jacked up you are. He ain't scared. He swept him up in his arms, hugged him dearly, and he kissed him over and over with tender love. Nothing can separate. Then the son said, Father, remember he rehearsed. Because like most of us, we expect God or the church or the pastor to, when we walk through the doors, people going to judge us. Not at love quest. The prodigal son was on his love quest. You ready? I don't know who I'm going to help out right now, but there's a grace on you to discover. Yes, it was the grace of God that didn't let what you've experienced kill you. Because he wants to use it for his good. <laughs> I could never deserve to be called your son. Just let me be. The father interrupted and said, son, you home now. You see this, Troy? He didn't even let him get his rehearsal out. He said, the biggest thing that you need to be worried about is not how to get better, not if I'm mad at you. It's just you're home now. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you're home now. Like you're home now. Come on, you're home now. He said, turning to his servants, the father said, quick, bring the best. Oh. I, I can't, like, like the people that's been here, you can't be mad. You've been saved, you can't be mad that somebody going to come smooth off the street and God going to give them what? The best. The bougie, come on, from bad to bougie. 
this is what I really love is it's going to happen quick. My very own robe. He said, give him my very own robe. Why? Let us make man in our image. There is nothing you can do out there that will destroy the image he made you in. Bring me the best robe, my very own robe, and I will place it on his shoulders. Bring the ring, the seal of sonship. There, there, you ready? There's no classes. There's no steps. The only step is come home. There, there's no, I got to get it all right. There's no, let me make this phone call real quick and tell them I ain't going to fool with them no more. No, 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 no. It's just come home. He says, and I will put it on, my, on, on his finger and bring out the best shoes. It ain't no, you're going to walk around barefoot. Should have bought you some shoes with that money I gave you. No. You can find for my son. You notice what he called him, son. Was it no condemnation? Let's prepare a great feast and celebrate. Lord ain't waiting for you to get it right to celebrate. <laughs> he is celebrating how he made you, not how you made you. <laughs> for my beloved son was once dead, but now he's alive. He was once lost, but now he is what? Found and everyone celebrated with overflowing joy. There is no sin that can disqualify the power of the blood of Jesus. There is no snatch or tug that is strong enough to pull you out of the grip of the hands of a loving father. There is no storm strong enough to unanchor or set adrift a child of God whose hope is anchored in the king of glory. There's no snatch. There's no storm. There's no sin. And there's no shaking that is strong enough to remove you off the solid rock of ages. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with all that's happening at LoveQuest International Church by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And tune in next time for another powerful, powerful word. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your day. And don't forget, get your love fixed, man.